had a client I've had for like quite some time cancel services yesterday with us. And uh, I'm not shocked and or surprised. <clears throat> I mean, at this point, they went from years ago having a bill of like two or $3,000 a month to having a bill of $140 a month. But they finally canceled. And, you know, they're having financial problems or whatever it is. And they're trying to um, they're trying to stop the bleed. And I know for a fact they'll never hear this episode, so it's fine. Mainly because the government canceled me. I'm Singaporean. I'm not Singaporean. I'm from Long Island. As long as you don't and, mention uh, me. And so... I said, to, I said to them, I said, you know, canceling a $140 a month protection service, because that's what we're doing. They're still in monitoring and maintenance. We're still making sure their computers are okay. And that's all they pay for. They don't pay for hours. It's just automated. Security. Automated security. And monitoring. Of just the device. Not even like their email. We actually back up their email, but not anymore. And uh, I said, you're canceling that. That's what you're canceling. And she's like, we need to cancel everything. And I was like, what's a bigger bill? <laughs> Like us or that. And I, not that I'm trying to fight or claw for a whopping $140 a month. It really makes no difference in the grand scheme of things. But I was trying to get the point across that don't like IT. This is the problem we have with IT is that it's always a red line item because. We don't make, you know, and we've talked about this before on episodes way past, but like IT doesn't make money unless, uh, you know, MSPs could help companies make money, but IT stuff doesn't make money. And it's so easy just to kind of like have clients cut away at IT when like in reality, the the value, the ROI of what you're spending on your IT to your own security is so much broader. And I was trying to get that across to them. And it like, yeah. it fell on deaf ears. Um, but like, I mean, they're in such a place. There's, there's only so much I can do about it anyway. Um, but I really feel like I was like, I was like, you understand the consequences of your actions here. And they were like, yeah. And they were like, but maybe we'll come back when we like dig ourselves out of the hole. And I was like, you're not allowed to come back. <laughs> so I think this is an important topic and I'm having a retin link moment about this. So Let's talk about that. Easy DMARC, an email authentication and deliverability platform that helps meet and beat Google and Yahoo's requirements in just a few clicks. Easy implementation, smooth DMARC enforcement, smart monitoring and alerting. Everything you need in one platform with a team of experts ready to assist you at every step of the way. Join 70,000 domains authenticating their emails with us. Act now and ensure your important messages land in the inbox. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP Podcast. My name is Justin Esker. With me always is Liquid Death aficionado fanboy, Mr. Eric Anthony, and his big old water bottle. Uh, I don't know how this show is going to get cut up, but just for the record, I'm not drinking Liquid Death because this is all I have left in my house is Diet Dr. Brown Black Cherry Soda. Yum. All right. Anyway, Sorry. so we're talking about we're talking about. Well, I don't know where you were going to go with the Rhett and Link moment. Is it just that? I well, to because the show? so because their their whole thing, right? When they start a show, is let's talk about that. Okay. So, um, I I have a lot of opinions on MSPs and how they bring <laughs> value to their Sorry. clients. Right. Okay. Oh, about this. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh 
Anyway, <laughs> you're right. You are 100% right. IT has traditionally been a red line item. Yeah. Right? It has been a straight up expense. Nobody liked it. That it was a necessary evil, which you really never want to be in a business of providing a service that's a necessary evil because everybody will try and find a way to get you out of it. Sure. Yeah. I'm down with that. I was trying to come up with like a funny, like joke about being necessary evils. Something like, I don't know. I watched the He-Man cartoon. I was thinking about Skeletor when you said necessary evil, but I I digress. (laughs) But, but you know, it's, that's the way it's always been until I think, well, let me, let me step back in time. I'm going to add a sound effect there. Um, Farm remembers. (laughs) There you go. Um, Back when we weren't MSPs, we weren't even break fix yet. This was probably before your time. We were consultants. I'm a consultant now. I know. I know. That's because you do that that Mac thing. Yeah, because we because it's in our name. Yeah, you've always been you've always been consultants because yeah. you work with people who are more creative and they get that part. They don't just want you to fix the IT and then leave. No, they still do. <laughs> but. But anyway, yeah. there's been this transformation, right? From a consultant who helped with a new technology because it was new back then mm-hmm. to somebody who was more of just a maintenance person, you know, just like the phone guy, except instead of coming in and fixing the phones, we were coming in and fixing the computers. Yeah. I think now that computers have become a almost throwaway. B everything's actually sitting in the cloud, so the device that they're actually accessing it from doesn't matter very much. They can just grab another device, right? Yeah. I think now that that's starting to happen, the maintenance piece is starting to disappear a little bit, and I think we have to learn to go back to being more of a consultant and adding more value to the business rather than just being an expense line item. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's the show. Thanks so much for paying attention and listening. Eric nailed it on one. You can hang up now. No, I completely, I completely agree with you. You know, it's funny is because I was talking to my team about this. Like in the last like two or three years, we've seen this like major transformation. And I think, I think COVID probably was the straw that broke the camel's back for making this transition. But like, if I look right now at the number of tickets I have that are help me something's broken versus, hey, we're just onboarding a new computer or a new person or offboarding a, a computer or a person. The scales have tipped into that onboard offboard significantly more than, than the help me tickets. And that's because computers are throwaways. Even, I mean, granted, you know, we talked uh, MacBook Pro, a good MacBook Pro that we talked about earlier, that M3 Max one is $3,200. But like from a business standpoint, if that can be if that computer is four years old, it doesn't matter. You spent thirty two hundred dollars, throw it away, get a new one, right? And so the the value prop there needs to be for MSPs or ITSPs or whatever you want to call yourself, a consultant, whatever, needs to be how can you provide more value than just fixing computers? Because we're no longer computer fix it people. Now right. we're cloud fix it people now we're 
uh, uh, tool management, inventory management, asset management, uh, connectivity management. Right. We're much more managers today than what we were back in the old days. By the old days, I mean, the problem is that you're talking about like less than 20 years ago, right? Because I've been in this business 20 years now. I started in 2004, February of 2000. Actually, my 20-year anniversary is around now because I remember starting in February of 2004. And um, like, I remember day one, my the VP of the company gave me a PowerBook G4 Titanium, which by the way, was just by the color, not the metal. It was made out of plastic. Uh, a T8 screwdriver and said, here, replace the CD drive in this thing. And I just looked at him going, what? And then he goes, you can figure it out. And it was like seven screws. Um, I was like, look, I looked at it. I did it good. Um, but like, even back then, like it was a lot more fix it problems. And it was a lot more like in the Mac world, we have this program called disc warrior. It was an amazing program. It still exists. It's actually side note. It's run by a company called Alsoft. Uh, the guy who made it, his name is Al and he made software. So he named this company Alsoft. Um, but it was a great program, and I use it all the time to scan a hard drive, bring up a preview of the hard drive, and back up the hard drive because the hard drive is failing in a computer, right? Like, but that thing does not – it probably does work, but, like, it, my usefulness for it has gone to less than, less than zero. Right. So, like, all of those tools that I used to use back in the day that did so many awesome things are just now obsolete – because the the landscape has changed, you know? Yep. We've moved to MDN. We've moved to the magic, at least on the Apple side, the magic of automated device enrollment where a person who works at a company can get a computer sent to their house, turn it on, and then they're prompted with their, you know, for a Google login or an Okta login or an Office 365 login or an Entra login. And then they have their computer with everything on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's an and yet still we have to help people figure that out because they always go what's my password um yeah number <laughs> password one password. number one help desk ticket still yeah what's my password so all of those things are in there but yeah i mean the landscape has definitely changed we've definitely become more of those manager type like you said earlier and uh I forgot how we got onto this topic in the first. Oh, going back to the original person, the person who like ended their services, like they haven't called us for support in months, right? They haven't spent a dime over that $140 a month just to make sure the computer is okay. The second we took them out of our systems, all of a sudden she, they were like, uh, how do I access Google? How do I access Microsoft? How do I access this? I said, you just canceled services. Yeah. You are no longer my problem yeah and not my problem nmp not my problem um and so therefore and like yeah. i was nice you know i look i've known the person for 20 years also they were a client right. of mine when i was so i helped them out to a degree but at some point i was like you know listen sorry yeah well and and this is a case where the client just was no longer a match for your standard services yeah and you probably you probably held on to them for a little too long just to be nice. Yeah. 
I didn't even realize they were still a client. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. I knew they were a client. I mean, once in a while we got a ticket from them. How do I how do I do this? How do I do this? I do like they asked me about the price for um the price for Microsoft. They were like, what are we paying Microsoft for? And I was like, access to Microsoft Word. And they were like, she's and they were like, that's highway robbery. I was like, that's Microsoft, but I'm bump, but I'm bump. <laughs> like, you know, I can't, you have to pay for these things. Well, um, but again, is, is it if they think it's expensive, it's because they're not getting value out of it, right? And probably. if you're not getting value out of your Microsoft 365 licenses or your Google Workspace licenses, I'm sorry, you are doing it wrong. I pay, hold on, in all fairness, I pay for Microsoft. I pay for Microsoft Apps for Business and I and I do not get my value out of it because I hate Microsoft Word. The reason I pay for it is because I have to be able to like support my clients who use Microsoft Word. But do you make money supporting the clients that are on Microsoft 365? Yes, because I sell them their Microsoft 365 license. You get value out of it. Uh, I mean, look, I was joking around with somebody the other day that because uh, I, oh, I was remote into some random, it was not some random person, it was a client, but somebody's computer, whatever, it doesn't matter who it is. And uh, they were, and I was like, just save everything just in case we need to reboot. And they go, okay. And, and they, and they click the save. Like I watched, I was on their screen and I watched them click save on Microsoft Word. And it's amazing that in 2024, the save icon is still a picture of a diskette. And I'm like, the amount of youngins who have no idea what that icon is. Yep. Unbelievable. I hate, I hate mirror image. There we go. Right there. Are you trying to show me you have like a like a picture of a diskette on the wall? Is that what it, you're looking It's at? not a picture. It is an actual eight and a half inch floppy disk. Just nailed to your wall. What if there was important data on there? <laughs> it's actually in a frame. A consultant buddy of mine the other day actually had a client who handed them a box filled with three and a half inch. Really? In them and said, I don't know what's on these. Can we double check before I get rid of them? And this was... Two weeks ago. I'm not like this wasn't like years ago. This was two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. And he goes, challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. And I still it. have I have a USB three and a half inch drive. Yeah. In case I need to read something off of one. I until probably three or four years ago had an iOmega zip drive. I had one in my collection of my museum, which you can't see on camera, but it's over there. And, and and my wife said, why do we have this? And I said, it's classic. And she goes, but it's not made by Apple. And I was like, that's true. She goes, garbage, and threw it out on me. Um, I was going to say, I, I and I said this to him also. I said, uh, try to recover data. <laughs> this is going to be an old school shot. From a SideQuest 44 disc. Ooh. Yeah. Those were from one like, night we're like early 90s um that's why the zip drive was so amazing because it like revolutionized data storage 100 meg disk on usb easy to access and then they pushed it with the jazz drive and that thing never worked um but those sidequest 4488s classic if you're rocking a sidequest uh 4488 in your home setup take a picture post it on the facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash all things msp if you uh, are not a member of the group how did you find out about this podcast in the first place <laughs> let they us searched. know let us know by joining the facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash all things msp and just posting it on the wall going i found you two dummies 
by searching podcasts. I mean, Let we're us know that our now. SEO is working. <laughs> I mean, we're we're in Carl Palachuk's new book. We are. We are. I didn't know this. Back, back in the references section. Yeah. If you go to the video channels or the social media pages and groups, we are right there. Oh, so we make a listing of other. Yes. We're like a, a list. Oh, okay. <laughs> but somehow, somehow, maybe it's because we start with the letter A, which I'm suspecting is the truth. We're the first ones. I'm going to start a new podcast called the AA All Things. By the way, this is a real this this is actually a cool resource. So if you're an MSP and you want to get more out of this year, check out this book. It's backwards for me because of teleprompter problems. I can't read what that title says. I'm gonna get you a new teleprompter. Damn it! What? Just read the the people on the show. The people who are listening don't know what book you just held up. That's what I'm trying to get at. What is it called? It is the IT consultants. Actually, let me not put it in front of my microphone. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a great episode. Yeah. It is the IT Consultant's Year of Intention. Okay. By Carl Palachuk. What's it? A about? workbook dedicated to your success. There you go. And if you don't know, Carl's written dozens of books on being an MSP. Uh, he started the National Society of IT Service Providers. He's got a podcast, lots of other cool stuff. So check him out. Anyway. Uh, so back to the topic, yeah. probably so that we can close it out, uh, because people are probably wondering at this point, what the heck they're listening to. Oh, it's the episode that's never going to make it. There are, you know, there are several things that have changed this year. You know, you mentioned COVID earlier and that did change a bunch, right? That, yeah. that changed a lot in terms of what MSPs needed to support and not support in some cases. And the thing that I think is going to change the face of being an MSP this year, and I've talked about it on two separate podcasts, not two separate podcasts, two separate live streams now, and that is AI. I mm -hmm. think that there's a lot that MSPs need to do, not should do, but need to do around AI. And here's, here's my reasoning. Number one, it's not going away. Your, your clients are using it, whether you like it or not, whether you've prepared them or not, whether you've secured them or not. And AI does represent a security risk. But mm -hmm. it's also a really cool tool that you should be teaching them how to use, creating policies around, and finding other opportunities for them to leverage it to solve business problems and actually increase revenue and the bottom line. I think when this episode, if it ever makes it to air, Eric, I want to put a poll in the Facebook group of are you using AI and then slash how are you, uh, how are your clients using it? Because I would love to know, because like we very generically say AI and and look, there's ChatGBT, there's Dolly, there's uh, uh, MidJourney, right? Those are like three big ones. But like I, um, I actually bought the Rabbit R1, that little AI red phone thing mm -hmm. um and they give me a 200 credit to perplexity which is another ai tool um and like keeping track of all of these tools that are out there and figuring out like which one does what and whatever i'd, I'd be interested because it's i think the problem is especially for msps is like it's too generic to just say like do ai 
we need to we need right. to hone that in a little bit. Um, you know, saying that I you know oh I have I have agencies that do AI. Why? Because they use the Photoshop beta app. Well, that's yeah, that's AI, sure. But you know, the question is, is it you know, is it as AI? You know, so there's a lot there's a lot to unpack, right? We're not going to get into it right now because it's already so right, many right. But like, I would like to see if you know if you do hear this and 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 I'm not yet in jail. Sorry, I'm Singaporean. Um, put in the put a post on the Facebook group. You know what AI tools are you using, and then what AI tools are you helping manage for your clients? That'd be interesting because I'd like to see it. Maybe we can compile a list or something. Well, you know, and the big one that's come up recently is Microsoft Copilot. Yeah, help desks are getting questions about Microsoft Copilot. So at the very minimum, MSPs who are supporting 365 need to train their technicians on Copilot. Yeah. Well, you're an awesome Copilot. So I love doing these shows with you. We'll wrap it at that. Can't make it better. Uh, otherwise, week. why would we do this every week? That's true. If we didn't why have would fun. we torture ourselves every week with this stuff? Because we do it for you guys, the listeners. Check us out at facebook.com slash group slash all things MSP. Follow us on all of your favorite and all use all of the podcasting app. Boost our numbers. Leave us a review. Um, leave us a five-star review. Leave us a one-star review. We just we just want some love. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at all things MSP. My name is Justin. That guy is Eric. That's it for us. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, but better yet, go ahead and join the Facebook group. You can also follow us on Instagram if that's your thing. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at All Things MSP to catch us in all of our video glory. And last but certainly not least, if LinkedIn is your thing, you can follow us there as well. And a special thank you to our premier sponsors, SuperOps, MoveBot, Gozinta, EasyDMark, and Comtech. And we also want to thank our vendor sponsors. The All Things MSP Podcast is a BizPow LLC production.